You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 38. Holy freaking guacamole, it has been a hot second since I have been in front of this microphone and recorded something. Literally, it just, it almost feels a little weird. It's been, it's been a while for me. I mean, it's really been like a month, which I guess isn't that long of a time, but it feels like a long time. Um... Wow. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, I hope all is well in your lives and everything. If you're listening to this in real time, then you know I have been a little MIA for the past month-ish or so. I think it's been a month. I honestly am not totally sure. Um, and if you're listening to this at another time, then feel free to just ignore me right now. But um yeah, I have been absent. I've been gone. There's just been a lot happening and I will dive into some of that a little bit here in just a sec. But uh, today on this episode, I wanted to kind of talk about taking a break and why that's okay and all the things surrounding that concept because I think it's something that not a lot of people maybe talk about or it's looked at as like a weakness or something you shouldn't do and just I don't know maybe that's a thing but I feel like it is um coming from me who is like go 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 all the time taking a break is kind of a hard thing for me to do so uh with all that being said that's what we're going to talk about today this is going to be me giving you very strict orders to take a freaking break my friend like I said you heard that loud and clear it is okay to take a rest every once in a while because if I know anything about you and if you're anything like me, then you're a go-getter, you are a wake-up-early, stay-up-late, just-to-make-your-dreams-come-true kind of person. But I would probably also bet to say that the idea of putting your phone or like your tablet, your computer, all the things on airplane mode, shutting them down, closing laptop, all that stuff, you know, turning it all off for an afternoon or a whole day, that idea probably has you feeling a little bit stressed because there are just way too many priorities staring you straight in the face. Am I right? Am I right? I feel you. I am the same exact way. Well, while, you know, this all may be true that these things are priorities, they're your job maybe or whatever, um, and that could be true, and these are very important tasks, the truth is there is no greater priority than taking care of yourself so that you can pour into others even better. Now, this is not going to be some self-help, self-love you know, type episode because... I have a whole bunch of other thoughts about that and I've been thinking about doing an episode on the whole self-love movement because I gotta say I'm not I'm not really a fan and like before y'all come and attack me on that just relax it's not that I I don't even know we're gonna say that for another episode anyway um but you know being an entrepreneur is kind of a funny thing because you probably got into this line of work to be your own boss and to make your own schedule and yet you probably work more hours now than you ever did at a normal nine-to-five job I know I have. I have worked a lot more. Um, I never really had a nine to five job though, but I, I work a lot of hours more than I thought I would when I became my own boss. <laughs> so I feel like I already know that some of you are holding your hands up in the air saying, heck yes, this is me. And like I said, that's me too. I love to work. And as nerdy as it sounds, I have so much fun writing blog posts, creating marketing campaigns and thinking about business 
business strategies. It just, it really gets my heart pumping. So, you know, sometimes I forget that this is even a job because I have so much fun doing it. But like I said, today's episode, I want to dive deeper into this idea of rest and why it is so important to take some time off and how it is actually the most beneficial thing you could do for your business. Um, you know, so consider this episode like a manual or a guide to protecting your time and being a lot more intentional about taking days off or even a whole week off. So, or if you're like me, even a month off. So, you know, you got to do, do what you got to do. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, let's dive on in. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator, and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to uplevel your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Friend, what kind of business coach, mentor, educator, influencer... <laughs> Okay, not really. What, you know, but what would I be if I didn't give you my best kept secret for running a business? You know what I mean? Like, how rude would that be if I told, if I didn't tell you what was like the source of keeping my crazy entrepreneurial brain in order, in check, making sure I have happy clients and that all my shiz is in order. That just, that'd be wrong. So I'm gonna share it with you today. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's HoneyBook. Okay, I know this ain't the first time you've heard about HoneyBook, especially if you've been listening to me, but if you still have not jumped on the HoneyBook train, sister, we need to talk. HoneyBook is going to change your life. I remember two years ago, however long it's been, it wasn't honestly that long ago that I was like, I don't need HoneyBook. I'm not going to use it. I have a system. I send contracts this way. This is how it works. Like, it's fine. My life is good. My photography business is rolling. We're good. We're Gucci. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a shot. Let's try the free trial. You know what I mean? And I did it. And holy cow, I'm never going back. HoneyBook is life-changing. I don't care what kind of business you are. If you're a photographer, if you are a shop, if you are some other kind of online business, if you have client work at all and you manage clients and things, you need HoneyBook, honey. And let me tell you why. You can send contracts. You can get paid online. You can have your clients digitally signed. So there's no more of that weird back and forth. Hey, please just mail me a scanned copy of your contract. And it's like super back and forth and you're waiting for like a week and it takes forever. No, no, no more of that. You can do it all super quickly. You can send questionnaires. You can send brochures. You can write notes. I mean, there is so much. Everything is so organized. You track your emails in there. So everything is all in one place. Each client has their own client portal and their little, little section. So everything is just easy to access and to find and you will never ever have to go searching through your inbox for information ever again. It's life-changing. You need it, but you know, if you don't want to just take it from me, take it and you know, learn from yourself. You can head to sarahelrod.com slash honeybook to start a free trial and get a discount when you decide that you cannot live without honeybook because let's be honest, that's going to happen. I promise you. So again, that is 
utilize sarahelrod.com slash honeybook to get started with your client management today. All right, guys, hello. Welcome to today's episode. I feel like before we dive into the topic, I just have a little bit of explaining to do. This year, I have had a lot on my plate and it got to the point where I was feeling so overwhelmed and burnt out and honestly just plain in a funk to say the least. Um, Maybe you can relate to this, but between this podcast, planning my wedding, and working through a very busy wedding season as a photographer, something had to give. And my clients are priority number one, whether that be photography clients or coaching clients. So I took a little time off of recording this podcast so that I could really just focus in on them and also my own wedding planning journey because that has turned out to be a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. I honestly thought as a wedding photographer, I would be so much more like good at this, but it's... It is a lot it's a lot of work. I feel like I have a much better understanding of what my brides go through. I will say that. I think from the outside it's really easy to look in on somebody who's engaged in planning a wedding and think like, oh, this is how I would do it, or this is how I would do this, or I'd do it like this. But when you're actually the one in that situation, it is a whole different ballgame. And so I have had a humbling experience to say the least. And uh it's it's really just taught me a lot. Um So also though, on that note, by the way, we're literally two months out from my wedding day as I'm recording this podcast and I am just so excited. Holy cow. One, I can't wait for the planning to be over because I'm over it and it's so hard and so much work. Uh, It's been fun, but I am ready to have the day be here. Um, Also, just like me and Tyler, I'm just so excited to like have a husband and start our future and go on a honeymoon, to be honest. So really stoked for that. We're going to Mexico. Um, But okay, anyway, that's off subject. I'll probably do another uh, wedding planning update episode maybe at some point as it gets a little bit closer. So we won't, I won't bore you too much with that. But for today's show, as I dive back into recording for a very exciting upcoming month of July, if you are, like I said, listening in real time right now, it is July, and which, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I want to dive deeper into this idea of taking a rest, taking a break, you know, kicking back, putting work aside for a little bit when necessary, and why I think that this is so important and why hustle culture can be so toxic if you aren't careful. So there are two types of people in this world. The kind that believe you have to hustle like crazy and work your butt off all the time to get what you want, or the kind that believe you do not always have to be chasing after some big giant dream. You could have an average job and not make a ton of money and, you know, never really put all of your what's the word I'm looking for? Like put your all into something that you're super passionate about and that's totally fine. And please don't take that the wrong way. That's not saying you can't put your all into like a normal nine to five job, not as an entrepreneur or whatever, but I don't, you know, you can, there's obviously things you can put a hundred percent into, but I'm specifically talking to like business owners right now. Um, Anyway, so personally between these two types of things of like hustle, 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 and then like the hustle culture is completely horrible and you should never hustle a day in your life type of people. Um, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. So let me explain. 
as a business owner, I have had it poured into me day in and day out, like since the moment I started, that I need to be hustling every single day. I need to be getting up early and staying up late and grinding constantly in order to get what I want. And there's a lot of like top dogs, these multimillionaire business guru people that say this kind of thing, like you have to, you know, have the hunger and and have the desire and get after it. And there is a lot of truth to it. And I mean, I believe that. And I I full-heartedly believe that if you never do that, you're never going to get where you want to go. But if that's all you ever do every single day, day in and day out until the day you die, you're going to get burnt out. Like, it's just not even possible to do that. And that is kind of what happened to me. I have been busting my butt to get episodes recorded, which ended up being a really long process. I'm, as you may have known, I just started this podcast this year um, in January, and so about six months ago. And uh, well, I guess seven months now, but it's been a huge learning curve for me. I definitely took the whole start before you're ready saying seriously, because I had no idea what I was doing when I started this podcast. I just kind of went for it. And, uh, you know, it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I, I really, really love doing it. And I want this to grow. But it's a lot of work. I thought I could bang out like 20 episodes in a day. And that's just not true. I could like I can batch out batch out a whole bunch of them when I am just doing recording but with each episode I have a video that goes along with it on YouTube I have a blog post that is also the show notes that go along with it so basically like the transcript version of it or like the notes the important things um and then that has links to everything and then you know there's also multiple social media platforms to you know back up all this other content that I'm making I have the actual podcast uh Instagram the podcast Facebook group and then my personal Instagram and my personal you know Facebook pages and TikTok and all the things, LinkedIn. I mean, there are so many platforms I'm on. I don't know who I think I am trying to do all these things because it is a lot as a one woman show. But I also feel like I have a good routine and like I was doing it. I was doing the dang thing. And that is, I get a lot of questions about my content creation process. And I feel like I've pretty much nailed it down at this point. It's still a lot of work. It's not going to be easy by any means if you try to do this much, but I am more in control of my content than I ever have been when in the past trying to juggle things. So anyways, all of that, you know, was happening while also simultaneously, you know, what doing my wedding, planning my wedding. Um, and it was just getting so hard to get ahead. I was having a hard time batching things to the point of like being able to batch like, you know, three weeks worth of podcast content. It just, it would, I'd fall behind on it because I had all these other priorities happening that I had to take care of. And so I was really just going on like a week by week basis or like even a daily basis. I mean, there were several days where if the podcast didn't get posted until like two o'clock in the afternoon, it's because I recorded it that morning. Like I hadn't had time the week before to record. Like it was just crazy and I was trying so hard not to fall behind and not to like skip episodes and weeks but I had to skip a few days here and there and it would like really annoy me because I just I felt like a failure I hated that um I'm just I'm not that kind of person I don't like I don't like feeling that way and so I don't know I just had to kind of take a hard look at my life and 
the reality of what was happening and I knew that my body and my brain needed to take some time away from these projects that I was, you know, I was not giving my full heart to. More so, you know, I was just trying to check off a a box on my to-do list. And I created this podcast as a way of helping entrepreneurs and specifically to the Western and rural spaces, but I was not pouring my heart into my content how I wanted to. And before I get like way too deep into this, I just want to mention the other side also because I see it all the time when, you know, people like people I've coached or just people on social media, um, they talk about how toxic like hustle culture is. And so I just, I want to like clear up my point to all of this. Rather you are like on, you know, one side of pro hustle culture all day, every day, like grind, 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 grind. Or if your team hustle culture is the worst thing ever, you're both right and you're also both very wrong. There needs to be a balance and there is in fact a time and a place to hustle like you have never hustled before. And I think the word hustle, I'm saying it so many times, I think it gets overused a lot. And I think a lot of people will say, oh, I'm a business owner. I'm hustling. They're not actually hustling. I mean, who am I to say what your hustle is, I guess, but anyway I feel like you know I feel like it's just overused and you know but like I said there is a time to put your nose in the dirt work long hours and make sacrifices such as like not hanging out with your friends as much but I think the reason why this is okay is because you should be doing it to achieve a bigger purpose and once that purpose or goal is met or a milestone is reached then you have to step into phase two which is rest and this is where you can sit back relax and just soak in all that hard work that you put in now this could be applied to business owners and it could also be applied to you know people just in their everyday lives but I do understand that if you work a nine-to-five job you can't just like take a week off randomly you know you might have to put in for time off or you know wait to get more time off built up I get that um so I understand like maybe not everybody this can apply to but it does mean that like there is some things that you can do even in a nine to five job to like reduce the workload that you have or to at least when you get home to like not still be stressing about it like you have to rest when you get home type of thing so you know take what I'm saying kind of with a grain of salt and and tweak it however works best for your specific lifestyle and situation um but I'll give you an example So when I first began my business, I had like zero hustle in me and not because I didn't want this and I didn't want to be successful and all that, but because I just didn't really know what I was even doing. I was just posting a few pictures on Instagram, you know, every single week and thinking that that was all I needed to do and that by doing that, I was a business owner. I was like doing the dang thing, working for myself and this is not putting anybody down who isn't doing that but I personally don't consider that hustling like if you're just posting pictures on Instagram and you're you're saying like yeah I'm a business owner like doesn't mean you're not a business owner but like if you're if you're calling that hustling like I'm working my butt off into the dirt but like your day-to-day work consists of posting a picture on Instagram like yes that's part of work but like I did I don't, I feel like I'm going to ruffle some feathers. Woo, coming in hot, back from break, already making people mad. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not hustling, okay? It's good, it's necessary, it's needed, you should be doing that. But 
there's also a lot of other things that you should be doing too. So again, there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you're doing, but um, don't don't be that person that like complains that their business is not growing fast enough or how you want it to if you refuse to put in the work in other places of your business as well. So let's talk about some definitions, shall we? According to the Google machine, the definition of hustle is to proceed or work rapidly or energetically. And the definition of rest is to cease work or move or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. Now, both of these are intended to be temporary. I'm going to call them phases because that just is the word that's coming to my head. Both of these phases are intended to be temporary. You should never stay in a season or a phase of hustle or rest forever. In fact, if you are intentional about it, they can really complement each other. So here is another little personal example. For me in this current season of my life, hustling looks like batching out blog posts for like two weeks ahead of time. Podcast episodes, same thing, like two weeks, two to three weeks. I would like to get podcasts to be about a month in advance. Um, batching out YouTube videos, shooting a lot of weddings right now because we're in wedding season. Now, I did start outsourcing my editing recently, and that has saved me so much time. Holy cow, best decision ever. Um, I also am planning my wedding on top of everything else. So, again, like, I won't, I know I keep talking about it, but I won't go into too much detail about that. Um, I'll do another episode. But my goal for doing all of these things simultaneously all at once and for like busting my butt, turning away, you know, doing things with friends for these next few months is so that I can get everything automated, get ahead of everything set up so that when it comes to be my wedding time in September, I can just relax and then I can leave and go on a honeymoon and be with my new husband and not have to think about work and not have to be stressed that there are things that need to be done or that they're not happening. It'd be really nice if I could hire an assistant right now. I That was kind of my goal for this year, but I think it might be next year's goal now because again, there's just, there's so many unexpected things happening this year. So, um, you know, but just knowing that my business can run without me being present all the time is a very beautiful thing. So that's kind of been my goal for these past couple of months. So my current state is hustle and my future state when I'm on my honeymoon is rest. Hopefully that makes sense. If you know what season of life you are currently in, shoot me a DM on Instagram and tell me about it. We can talk about it and talk about your thoughts. If you have any contradicting thoughts or if you don't agree with the things I'm saying, hey, that's cool. I'm down for it. Like, let's have a conversation about it. Um, there are so many benefits, though, to each season of life. And I just want to maybe rapid fire off some really, you know, really quick benefits here. So the benefits of hustle or a hustling season could be you can check off a lot of your to-do list or you move the needle forward in your business. You can increase your financial situation. You can make a pivot in your business or you feel just more accomplished overall. Now, the benefits of a restful season could include things like you get to have time to get re-inspired after a burnout. You can take time to dream again and just like take a step back out of your business and really overlook everything and come in with a fresh set of eyes. 
Um, and the, you know, most important thing is it's good for your health, both physically and mentally, to take a break every now and then. So let's talk about maybe a couple tangible things to help you do this or to think about just some things to consider. First off, don't always use rest as reward. So I want you to be intentional. When you're going to take time off, I want you to be intentional about it. Don't just like wake up randomly all the time and think, I'm just not going to work today. I mean, I'm guilty of doing that. I've definitely done that. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship and being a business owner. You can do that. However, it shouldn't be like a daily thing or like a, you know, thing that's happening on a regular basis. Schedule in your time off, like be intentional about it. And it can either be, you can have a break every single day, you know, after five o'clock, that's it, you're done. Or if you want to work from eight to eight every single day and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you don't work at all that's great too, like whatever works for you. But don't use rest as a reward is what I'm really trying to get at here. It shouldn't always be, oh, I will give myself the evening off tonight if I finish this project. Um, Rest is necessary. It's a necessary thing. It shouldn't be an incentive. So if anything, it should be more of an incentive to get the project done before 4 p.m. because that's your cutoff time for the day and whatever you don't finish today has to get done tomorrow. That motivates me more than anything because I know that I don't want to spread certain projects out across multiple days. So I'll just bust my butt to get it done that one day before my deadline time is, you know, cuts myself off. And you have to be self-disciplined enough to like stick to the times that you set for yourself. Another thing to think about is that rest is biblical. God himself worked for six days and rested on the seventh and he wants that for you too. It's biblical to work hard, to serve others, and always do the best you can. But after all of that is said and done, it is just as holy to give yourself a sabbatical. And that also means not just using your day off to get work done around the house or other types of work. Use your day off as a day to reconnect with your friends, your family, and to do something that brings you actual joy. Don't just use it to stress yourself out even more over some other type of work that you had to get done. And I can promise you that when you take a break like this, you're gonna feel so so good about returning to work the next day. You will have more energy, creativity, and you will just feel ready to tackle your to-do list versus just dragging your feet to get stuff done. Okay, my next little tip would be to actually tell people about your plan to take time off. And there's a few reasons why I would suggest that you do this. One being that if you plan to shut your phone off entirely, it's good to let people know so that they don't start to worry about you if they can't get a hold of you. But the second reason is because It's good for some like accountability. Tell your husband that you plan to take off every single Sunday and what you want that day to look like for yourself. And he can help you stick to that plan by making sure you don't slip up and start scrolling through TikTok all day because guilty. Uh, This is also good for anyone who does work a more corporate job or has a boss. Um, it sets a boundary that days off are days off and that time away from the office should be respected. Now, again, I understand there is an exception to everything and some of you this may not work for, but I just know that like, in my opinion, a good boss should respect boundaries. And if, you know, it is Sunday night at 10 p.m. and they're shooting you an email expecting you to get something done, um, 
no that's not okay like if you're gonna be in the office monday morning it can wait like whatever they need to tell you can wait at least until the next morning. And then the next little tip is to make an ideal list for your time off. So I actually read this somewhere um, and it was something that I'd never really considered before. Um, <laughs> and I was just talking to somebody about this, how like as a kid, it's so, it might've been my mom. Who was I talking to about this? I think it was my mom. Like as a kid, uh, you're always like so bored. Like in summertime, you have all this free time and you're just like bored and um, kids get so excited for summer break and not being in school, but then they have have nothing to do around the house and I, it makes me chuckle because as an adult I wish there was a day where I had nothing to do it would just be so nice to have that <laughs> and so as weird as it may sound time off could get a little boring if especially if you're being intentional and you genuinely are scheduling a day where you don't do anything um, you know as humans we're constantly tempted to do even little things like scroll through Instagram or just check our phones really quick for that little notification because we find it boring to just sit and do nothing when we log off it's really weird to think about that kind of concept so instead of laying around the house knowing that there are more productive things you could be doing try making a list of stuff to do when you take those breaks and some ideas could be like going to a coffee shop and just actually drinking coffee and not working and just sitting there enjoying it um, taking your dog on a walk, laying out by the pool or going to the lake. I love going to the lake. I want to do that really bad. Um, you know, calling a loved one or taking a damn vacation. That's right. We're getting PG-13 up in here. But I know that one can be hard. Um, you know, have you ever maybe thought this to yourself? I can't take a vacation. I don't want to spend my money because I literally did this exact thing with my honeymoon, which is so weird to think about. I literally, okay, side note I wanted to go on a honeymoon so bad right like this is a thing like people go on honeymoons and I knew we were going to and I wanted it more than anything but once I saw how much things cost the more I started to think to myself there's no way I'm gonna do that and not because I couldn't because I 100% can afford to go but because I had this like weird mental block of not wanting to spend the money that I worked so hard to you know get some time off with my new husband and like it's crazy to me that like here we are I mean and I say me I but it's us we our money um but yeah like it's it's weird right like that it's so crazy to me that like we bust our butts and we make this money and then we save it and we put it away for things like this but then when we put it away we're like oh I can't spend that I can't I can't afford it but like you straight up have a savings account for a reason and I mean I'm not just saying go blow all that and whatever but like Come on, people. You you make this money, you should enjoy it, right? Okay, enjoy it every now and then. So, like I said, that was my little story. I hear people all the time say similar things, so thought I would throw that out there. I don't know why we're so backwards as humans, but it is a fallen world after all. Um, anyway, that's all. That's, yeah. In conclusion to all of this rambling that I have done here today, my point is that resting is just as important as like hustling and working hard. 
everything comes in seasons and we should be balancing these things on an annual, monthly, weekly, and daily basis. Sometimes getting into rest mode can be a lot harder than work mode, but with a little bit of practice, it's going to get easier and easier to shut your brain off and actually enjoy time off to yourself. So remember, you have earned it, you deserve this, and take some time off for yourself this week. I love you guys. It's so good to be back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.